Today is Thursday, November 11th, 2021, and we are thankful for our veterans today. It is Veterans Day. We're thankful for all the veterans who have made this country great, who fought and died for our freedoms, who fought to preserve what it means to be an American and what it means to be an American, among many other things, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, is the ability to defend yourself and that which you own. Most importantly, your life, and that's on trial right now in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The Rittenhouse prosecution has so egregiously violated the decorum of the court and the Constitution itself that the defense is seeking a mistrial, and the judge may grant that after more scorching, excoriation of the prosecution. The prosecutors could be barred from retrying Rittenhouse if they intentionally caused a mistrial, and Alan Dershowitz chimed in on an fascinating fact as to how the prosecution may actually want a mistrial here. We have all that on The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson. This show brought to you by Repair. Repair is the scientifically formulated drink that helps the body defend and recover from the effects of drinking alcohol. If you're watching the news recently, you probably want to walk and get yourself a stiff drink. They may lead to a hangover and you want to defend against it. I defend against hangovers using Repair. It's fast and effective hydration. It provides liver support. It's very good for you. It tastes great and it restores the key nutrients in your body that you need if you've uh, spent the day drinking or the evening drinking or if you're watching news day and night like I am, boy, maybe you just want to go in. It has superior quality and it is also available at Repair.com. Repair.com. Drink. Use the code Benny at checkout and get a discount. RepairDrink.com. Code Benny. All right, ladies and gentlemen, huge bombshell breaking news out of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. This trial may not even make its way to a jury. That's right. The Rittenhouse defense lawyers have sought a mistrial in the bombshell trial that is rocking the nation right now because it truly on the stand right now is every single American in this country. That's right. The Kyle Rittenhouse trial is about all of us. It's about all of us law-abiding citizens asking the question whether we have the right to self-defense. That thing that you woke up just a few days ago assuming was protected, well, we'll see. Because there is no clearer-cut case of self-defense in the country than Kyle Rittenhouse right now. Kyle Rittenhouse, as established already in this trial, was being chased down the street by dangerous sociopaths with criminal records, child molesters, and domestic abusers, people who have been released from mental hospitals and from custody, law enforcement custody, people who have spent time in jail, people who were dangerous and violent Marxists, people who were armed illegally. They chased Kyle Rittenhouse down. They beat him with deadly weapons. They pointed guns at him. Kyle Rittenhouse was a lifeguard in the community and was there to help. He was scrubbing graffiti off of schools and was attempting to de-escalate. Throughout this entire process, Kyle Rittenhouse showed that he was retreating and showed that he wasn't intending any harm from anyone, but harm was going to be brought upon him by known violent criminals. When you defend the people who Kyle Rittenhouse shot, you are defending a child molester and a known domestic abuser. So again, the trial is not going great for the prosecution that is trying to prove that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse acted uh, with malevolence 
but they are attempting to prove that through their own prejudice of Kyle Rittenhouse, something you're not allowed to do, something that could lead to a mistrial here reading from Breitbart.com. Defense moves for mistrial in Kyle Rittenhouse case, judge to prosecutor, I do not believe you. Not a great thing to hear from a judge, uh, especially when you're in his courtroom. He makes the rules. Yesterday was a major day in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, as we covered on the show. The key moments yesterday came when Rittenhouse himself took the stand in his own defense, a move that was risky as it opened him up to cross-examination from the prosecution. Multiple times during the cross-examination, Judge Schroeder had to tell the jury to leave the room and excoriated the prosecutor, Thomas Binger. This Thomas Binger character is uh, certainly a loathsome character at that. Anyone who's watching this, just you can just see the soy dripping off this guy. You can just tell that he worships Dr. Fauci when he goes home to his sad little empty apartment, maybe with a cat in it at night. This guy's a loser. This guy uh, clearly hates Kyle Rittenhouse, wants to uh, sacrifice Kyle Rittenhouse's young life on the altar of wokeism uh, and BLM and Fauci worship, and it's uh, not working out great, thank God. The judge admonished the prosecution uh, that it had committed a grave constitutional violation by referring to Rittenhouse's previous silence, which conflicts with his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. Fifth Amendment right here, uh, as it is written in our Constitution in the year 1789. Nor shall any person be subject to the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb. There's double jeopardy. Nor shall he be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. So there you have uh, double jeopardy. There you have uh, the right to remain silent and uh, the right to due process. The foundations of the American legal system, the foundations of Western legal system there that you your silence doesn't mean you are guilty. You do not have to be forced to testify against yourself. No one can force you to do that. Is, 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 that is absolutely foundational to our legal system. The prosecutors question Kyle Rittenhouse's right to have that constitutional right it was insane, and the judge went berserk on them. Listen to this. You need to account for this. Your Honor, I don't want to, I don't want to jury here. He's commenting on my client's right to remain silent. No, Your Honor, I am making the point that after hearing everything in the case, now he's tailoring his story to what has already been introduced. The problem is, this is a grave constitutional violation for you to talk about the defendant's silence. And that is, and, and the, you're right, you're right on the, you're right on the borderline. And you may, you may be over, but uh, it better stop. Understood. This is, I can't think of the case that, initial case on it, but it's, uh, this is not permitted. Yeah. So if you're sitting in someone's courtroom, you really don't want the judge to be talking to you that way. Not a great look, not a great sound, not, not great to have the judge come after you like that and not, not smart, honestly, on the, on the prosecution side, uh, it, it, to piss off a judge that could 
toss you out of the courtroom. I mean, could ask for you to be disbarred. It's just, just deeply stupid by the Rittenhouse prosecution, but they've done other stupid things. Uh, the judge unloaded on the prosecutor again when they tried to discuss excluded evidence in front of the jury. <laughs> Listen to this one. Why would you think that that made it okay for you without any advance notice to bring this matter before the jury? You are already, you were, I, I was a, astonished when you began your examination by commenting on the defendant's post-arrest silence. That's basic law. It's been basic law in this country for 40 years, 50 years. I have no idea why you would do something like that. And it gives, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. So I don't know what you're up to. So yeah, after the judge unloaded on the prosecutor twice, the defense attorney, Corey Christoffi, asked for the judge, Judge Bruce Schroeder, he's this based judge, to declare a mistrial with prejudice, meaning that the mistrial, uh, uh, one, Kyle Rittenhouse wouldn't be able to be charged again. Um, that's what the with prejudice means. And it means that the prosecution is just isn't acting in good faith, that they're tainting the jury. Their case is so feeble and so poorly argued that you can't have a proper trial here. And this is this is what they're asking for. Listen. Um, I had done some research, and at this point, um, the defense is going to be making a motion for a mistrial. However, that motion is going to be requested with prejudice. Um, I'm, I'm aware that the court's aware that normally a, a defense motion uh, for a mistrial does not uh, preclude a retrial. I understand that. There are exceptions to that, however. Thank you very much, Judge Schroeder, for running your courtroom in a way that is constitutionally accurate and that respects and upholds that which is foundational to the American legal system. That's all you can really ask for. This country was built by great men. This country was founded by great men, and they put these systems in place for a reason. Trust me, you do not want to live in a country where you can be compelled to be a witness against yourself in a criminal case. Uh, this is the violation of the Fifth Amendment rights that the uh, judge exploded on the prosecution over, and it is uh, indeed a, 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 a foundational right in this country, something that you certainly do not want to live without. Something that I don't want to live without is red meat. Uh, I don't want to live without my Good Ranchers. I get Good Ranchers shipped and delivered to our household uh, every single month. A fantastic white box with the Good Ranchers logo shows up on my doorstep. Inside of that box, I know there's going to be some of the most delicious steaks I have ever eaten. T-bone steak, New York strip, filet mignon. It is all going to be right there and ready to go, ready for the grill. Their website couldn't hardly handle all of the traffic from this show and our listeners last week, and so we want to thank you for supporting Good Ranchers. They support us, and if you had trouble ordering, please go back to GoodRanchers.com with an extra special limited time offer. GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny right now. You can get 10 free bistro fillets and even better subscribe for $25 off each box of mouth-watering American meats for life. 10 free bistro fillets. 25 bucks off for life and free express shipping. Use code Benny at checkout. Code Benny at checkout. GoodRanchers.com backslash Benny. All right, so in our last segment, we covered how the prosecutors are asking for a mistrial. 
Now, I'm no lawyer. I didn't go to law school. I went to community college. I went to state school in Iowa. I did not study law, uh, but we've been reading and uh, uh, looking into what this all means, and I think this is really, really important to note, and important to note why the judge may or may not grant a mistrial. So a mistrial is uh, essentially when the... uh, presentation of an argument in a courtroom has been either unconstitutional or has not lived up to the rigors of the systems of a law and court that must abide inside of that courtroom, Uh, they would, in this case, be barred from retrying Kyle Rittenhouse if the prosecutors intentionally caused a mistrial. So that's a mistrial with prejudice when you have proven that the prosecutors are going out of their way to try and sour an argument, to try and uh, destroy a witness, to try and uh, lie to the jury, or to violate someone's constitutionally protected rights. This is uh, according to Fox News. Wisconsin prosecutors could be barred from retrying Kyle Rittenhouse if a defense motion for a mistrial is granted and the court rules that prosecutors intentionally caused the mistrial according to legal experts. Once again, this is uh, 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 pursuant to the Fifth Amendment. Kyle Rittenhouse has a Fifth Amendment right to not be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself. It's written right there in black and white in our founding constitutional documents. It is a cornerstone American legal principle. So after multiple instances of the prosecution going into lines of questioning that the judge had already established to be out of bounds, and after being reprimanded repeatedly, the judge, defense attorney Corey Christofsi, asked the judge, Bruce Schroeder, to declare a mistrial with prejudice, which would prevent prosecutors from bringing the charges again. Because also, right up there in that little Fifth Amendment right there, it says uh, that... The nor shall any person be subjected to the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb. So what that means is double jeopardy. Double jeopardy is famous. You can't be tried for the same thing twice, and this would be seen as being tried once for uh, manslaughter, which is what they're trying Kyle Rittenhouse for. And uh, so that would be the end of the trial. That would be it. The provision, uh, Christophe claims, uh, claims, was necessary to prevent prosecutors from deliberately ruining their own case to get another kick at the cat. It's a quote. When Judge Schroeder did not rule on the motion, uh, sorry, while Judge Schroeder did not rule on the motion, he has given hints about how he feels about the prosecution uh, and their handling of the case. We played all of those clips for you in the last segment. As we played for you, the judge has said that he does not feel like the prosecution has acted in good faith, and that's clear to anyone watching. We were fixated on this trial yesterday, and watching it, it really is uh, fascinating to see how, how desperate the prosecution is and exactly how solid the case is in favor of self-defense. You have the star witness of the prosecution. This is a man. Uh, Gage Gruskowitz, who is a communist. Uh, He was a communist violent radical. He was there in order to stoke tensions and in order to inflame tensions and to burn down the city of Kenosha, Wisconsin, which they successfully did. The city of Kenosha, Wisconsin did burn. It was in flames for many days. 
Donald Trump actually went and visited the ashes of this quiet little Midwestern city. Anyway, uh, Gage Gruskowitz was on the stand yesterday, sorry, was on the stand earlier in the trial, I believe it was last week, on Friday, and he straight up said, no, Kyle Rittenhouse only fired his weapon when I was pointing a loaded gun at him. Now, let's just state for the record, this gun is illegally obtained by Gruskowitz, and that he was pointing it at Kyle Rittenhouse's head and person. That's deadly force. That's that's by Wisconsin law, and by the way that Wisconsin law of self-defense is written, well, this is the definition of self-defense. This is the definition of defending yourself against uh, uh, imminent bodily harm. Uh, so is there anything more imminent than someone who has violently attacked you pointing a gun at your head? There isn't. Uh, uh, Gage Gruskowitz, for his troubles, got his uh, got a bullet right through his bicep um, and uh, was therefore uh, had the threat rendered uh, 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 rendered mute. So, uh, you don't have, uh, you don't have the right to point loaded weapons at people that is seen as, uh, an attack and that is seen as a credible threat. And on the stand, uh, the star witness of the prosecution straight up admitted that he was doing this. And you could see in the background, the prosecution bury their face in their hands. Here's the clip. With your arms up in the air, he never fired, right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. So yeah, I mean, in that clip, you can actually see the prosecution burying their face in their hands. Nothing is going well for the prosecution in this case. Nothing is going well. Uh, even their own star witnesses are essentially testifying against them, doing the defense's job. It is the prosecution who has the burden of proof here, and they have to prove that Kyle Rittenhouse malevolently went there in order to slaughter people and, and, and become a, a, a mass killer. They have to prove that Kyle Rittenhouse went there uh, with evil intent, with murderous intent. And in fact, the opposite is true. What we're going to see in our next segment is Alan Dershowitz, one of the most legendary criminal defense lawyers in American history, uh, talk about exactly why the prosecution may want the judge to throw out this trial. It's just a fascinating and interesting revelation last night that I thought really needed to be brought into context, and it has to do with the larger media ecosystem and social media ecosystem, as to why the prosecution may be trying to piss off this judge, may be attempting to get under his skin, so that the judge just tosses this to a mistrial with prejudice, and Kyle Rittenhouse walks free. It all has to do with the political blame game, and it's not, not good for this country. But first, if you've been listening or watching our videos on any of our social media accounts, you know that I enjoy a glass of wine or two, especially after days of watching this trial, days of watching what the Biden administration is doing in this country. Let me tell you a little bit about my new favorite wine club that nobody has ever heard of before. It's my friends at Bonner Private Wines. They put together the world's first extreme altitude wine club. 
One of them almost died trying to find these wines. You will definitely want to give these wines a try. They are awesome. They come from the remote vineyards in Argentina, up 9,000 feet above sea level, which is actually the most isolated wine region in the world. Pop open a bottle and you're going to get blackberry, leather, smoke, a little dark cherry. And the best part is you're not paying the inflated prices of traditional box wine. There's no middleman. So if you enjoy wine, if you like the taste of wine, you truly should try Bonner Private Wines. Go to Bonner Private Wines backslash Benny. My listeners will get 50% off the wine and 50% off shipping. It's a great deal. Go to Bonner Private Wines backslash Benny. All right, so whining is something that the prosecution has been doing in this trial. Again, this is a trial about all of us. It's a trial about all Americans. It's a trial about our rights, our very foundational constitutional rights are being questioned in this courtroom. The right to remain silent, but also the right to defend ourselves. This is such a huge trial and its implications are massive. And that's why these far left woke prosecutors most likely don't want to be handed the L by the jury. I I thought this was just utterly fascinating. Uh, As I was watching Sean Hannity last night, I saw Alan Dershowitz on the show And I really wanted to hear what Alan Dershowitz had to say about this specific trial. Alan Dershowitz, famous Harvard Law professor, helped out in the O.J. Simpson defense, whatever you think of that. Uh, It's legendary. And Alan Dershowitz himself, legendary. So what does he have to say? Alan Dershowitz came over the top and said, no, 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 you don't understand. These prosecutors, they want the judge to throw out the trial. I thought that was fascinating. I hadn't heard anyone make that argument. Uh, Alan Dershowitz says they They don't want the jury to rule against them because then they would just have to hang the L uh, right around their necks. They want all of the rage and the fury. They know that this is a politically motivated trial. They want all that anger to be directed at the judge uh, for just tossing it. So they're intentionally trying to piss him off in order to get this thing tossed out. So they can say, oh, well, we didn't lose the trial the judge just threw it out. He must be, you know, a racist, meanie head, you know, white supremacist Trump supporter, right? Well, we already played you the clip of him having I'm proud to be an American as his ringtone, which is awesome. Judge Schroeder, based and an American hero. And here's what Alan Dershowitz had to say. Well, first of all, let me tell you what's really going on here. What's really going on is that the prosecutor wants a mistrial. He wants a mistrial without prejudice because he doesn't think the trial is going his way. The judge doesn't want to be the one to declare a mistrial because he's not going to be able to go back into impunity. He wants the jury to acquit. And so what the judge is angry at is that the prosecutor is trying to put him in the position of creating a mistrial, which then the prosecutor says, hey, it's the judge's fault. It's not my fault. I've seen this tactic used by prosecutors before. Now, that's why the judge has the power to dismiss the case with but judges don't want to do that. They want to have the jury acquit. They don't want to acquit. So this is even a worse ethical violation, possibly, than what the judge has said. But the judge doesn't want to surface it because the judge doesn't want to say, oh, you want to provoke a mistrial, but that is what I think is going on. Uh, But this is actually a very fascinating point. I thought it was very, very interesting. Again, you don't have a single thing going right for the prosecution in this case. Maybe the best thing that could ever happen is for them to say, oh, this judge is 
a racist. He's a white supremacist. He's a Trump supporter. He loves Kyle Rittenhouse. He has uh, proud to be an American as his ringtone. And he threw out the trial. Um, and he threw out the trial. And he, you know, he because 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 of all those things, because he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't like us. He doesn't like our movement. Um, and maybe that's, I mean, maybe that's the best thing that could possibly happen for them, because it's not going well. I think that it's interesting that Dershowitz emphasized the importance of the presumption of innocence in the case uh, uh, that they have become so politicized that people actually are rooting for an outcome before all the facts are uh, made uh, present in a courtroom. It really is, uh, you know, I think it's really a dangerous precedent. But you're seeing this a lot where people get convicted inside of the inside of the court of public opinion and then these these trials have a predetermined outcome. It really is the crumbling of the Western legal system and the American legal system to have that happen. Uh, it's nefarious and it's deeply damaging. It's deeply damaging. Here's what Dershowitz had to say on the presumption of innocence in this case. Examination is remember today the hard left, the Me Too movement, they would abolish cross examination. Their theory is, hey, if a woman or a person of the left or a protester uh, on the right side of the protest accuses somebody, that's it. What do you need cross-examination? It's a barrier to truth. And I think this case demonstrates what we ought to know, and that is that cross-examination is the greatest engine of truth uh, ever invented. And we always have to presume innocence in every case, whether you agree or disagree with the politics. We can't allow our criminal justice system to become politicized. We can't have people rooting for an outcome depending on whether the person is right or left. And look, I have no dog in this fight. I just want to see the truth come out. And the truth requires presumption of innocence, challenges of cross-examination, and then let the chips fall where they may. Important point there that you must have the presumption of innocence, that the cornerstones of the American legal system are really what the left is taking a sledgehammer to here. You've already seen them attack the presumption of innocence. You've already seen them attack... Kyle Rittenhouse's right to remain silent, and you see it day and night inside of the corporate media where Kyle Rittenhouse is already being written off as a, a serial killer. Uh, as, uh, Hakeem Jeffries yesterday, a member of the House who is in Democratic leadership, said that you should lock up Kyle Rittenhouse and throw away the key. These people are so out of step with the foundations of this country and certainly out of step with reality if they were watching yesterday and you what what you're seeing here is just like a vicious uh, uh, seething partisan divide and you're also seeing the militarization of the left uh, you're seeing the militarization of the left because this was the left's army that was marching through Kenosha that's what this was this was a political tool a political branch of the left that they don't want to have somebody like Kyle Rittenhouse stand up against. They don't want any of us to know that we can stand up against them and their tyranny and win. That's what they don't want. It's the last thing that they want. Ultimately, Alan Dershowitz said, hey, listen, this is headed for an acquittal. Uh, you, you don't have a case here, guys. It's pretty devastating from, from Dersh. Listen. It was classic cross-examination. It was a brilliant question, a brilliant way to formulate the question. And it totally knocks out the prosecution's theory that he was firing without himself uh, being put in danger. You know, it was Oliver Wendell Holmes who once said that exquisite rationality is not to be expected in the presence of an uplifted knife. Obviously, yeah. 
the presence of an unlifted gun is even more serious. So I think this case, in the end, uh, certainly the assault against this man would have to be thrown out because the prosecution's main witness admitted that uh, the firing of the shot came only after he was uh, pointing a gun at this guy. So this weakens the prosecution's case enormously, and uh, uh, it, it seems like it's headed toward uh, an acquittal. So listen, anybody with a functional brainstem knows that this trial is headed either to acquittal or a mistrial, that the prosecution has nothing, that they didn't present their case. Alan Dershowitz, not a Republican, um, but is on the side of legal precedent here, on the side of law and order and on the side of uh, the way that the American legal system has been built. And Alan Dershowitz saying, hey, you guys, you got nothing here. There's only one group of people in the country that actually believe that Kyle Rittenhouse deserves to go to jail right now, that Kyle Rittenhouse deserves to be locked up. And these are malevolent actors on the left, the vicious people who sent the armies and the rioters and the child molesters to Kenosha to burn and destroy uh, in the aftermath of uh, George Floyd. They wanted to flex their muscle. They wanted to show you how powerful they are. And they are now convicting Kyle Rittenhouse in the court of public opinion, which is the only court that they have control over. They hate the American justice system, and they want to see Kyle Rittenhouse uh, locked up in jail, rotting in jail for the rest of his life. This is uh, precisely what they're saying. We're going to cover that in the next segment. We're going to use their own words, and you're going to be pretty shocked at what the left is saying about Kyle. Pretty shocked is what I am when I uh, look at uh, across the country and really see what the agenda is for the left. I mean, do you really think that printing trillions more dollars out of thin air is going to actually help or hurt the value of your savings account, the value of your dollar, uh, the price of gas and the price of eggs and the price of milk, the price of goods, the price to do business in America? No, it's going to devastate this country. Inflation is running hot right now. It is at record highs in our country. And Dems are pushing through another massive spending plan. So if you think money grows on trees like the government does, just keep living in ignorance. If you are freaked out right now about the impact of additional spending and what that's going to do to your savings account, you need to act to protect your savings right now. Diversify your savings into physical gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold Group is the company that I trust with my precious metals. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, and they can help you protect your hard earnings. Right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. Right now, thanks to a little-known section of the IRS tax code, you can legally move your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax implications or penalties. To get started protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account, request a free info kit from Birch Gold by texting the word Benny, 989898. That's texting the word Benny to 989898. This comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can move your IRA or 401k out of volatile stocks and bonds and into precious metals. That's text the word Benny to 989898. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Democrats are doing uh, quite a lot to destroy the fabric of this country, but I believe what is most insidious about this specific moment is the demonization of people before trial, before the facts are heard, the demonization of people 
the wishing of death upon your fellow Americans who just happen to be on the other side of the political aisle than you. Kyle Rittenhouse was a lifeguard, is a lifeguard. He is a member of the Kenosha community. It's where his dad lived. Kyle Rittenhouse was there to help. Kyle Rittenhouse was not there to hurt. There were thousands of people that were there to hurt and burn down the community. Some of them were child molesters and domestic abusers, communists who chased after an innocent kid who was just trying to help, cleaning up graffiti, assisting in first aid, carrying around a medical kit. Kyle Rittenhouse is not the demon that they portray him as. And indeed, there were demons there, and they had demons abounded. There were plenty of people there with malevolent intentions. You don't hear a damn word about them. The left is utterly silent when it comes to the protests that slaughtered Americans across this nation. And in fact, they encouraged it in many capacities. Kamala Harris, the current vice president of the United States, sat on Twitter. It's still up. We actually just recently checked and fundraised for the violent mobs that were being locked up inside of Minneapolis. Kamala Harris was promoting fundraising in order to spring those people from jail. One person that got sprung from jail with those funds that Kamala Harris fundraised for, the Minnesota Freedom Fund was what it was called, one of those people uh, you know, went ahead and murdered someone. Got out of jail, thanks Kamala, and then went and took in another, America, another American's life. On this show, we love our country. We want Americans to live in peace. We do not like the mobs of the left. We think that they are very dangerous. Never uh, in, in modern history of this country has there been weaponized political discourse like you have right now. The left has their own militia. It is indeed a dangerous militia that takes people's lives. And they take people's lives because they control narratives. They control the narrative that you hear every single day. And the narrative that they have on Kyle Rittenhouse is that he's a dangerous murderer. Listen to this. Rittenhouse is basically what you would have had in a school shooter. He's a 17-year-old kid. He shouldn't have had a gun. He crossed state lines to supposedly protect property. No, he was going out to shoot people. You see the 17-year-old who was radicalized by Trumpism, took his AR-15 to Kenosha, and became a killer. A 17-year-old kid from out of state, a boy from out of state, drives up to the state with an AR-15 around his neck, shoots and kills a couple of people, uh, shooting wildly, running around, uh, acting like uh, rent-a-cop. And it's not good that a 17-year-old vigilante, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different state to shoot people. Even yesterday, CBS News, CBS News was forced to delete a tweet that says that Kyle Rittenhouse uh, murdered two people. Well, no, no. Murder involves intent. And what was Kyle Rittenhouse's intent that day? As proven by this trial, uh, uh, thus far, Kyle Rittenhouse's intent was to go clean up graffiti and to deliver EMS, uh, CPR, uh, first, first, uh, first responder services to people and to try and protect his hometown from the marauding mob of rioters and looters and just despicable people, scum of the earth, scum of the earth. Some of those scum of the earth turned on Kyle Rittenhouse, and now here we stand inside of this trial. 
Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, you do not want to live inside of a world that they are trying to create. You do not want to live inside of a world that they are trying to create. This is the world. The world that they are, the left is attempting to create is a weaponized world where they control the guns and the violence. They want a monopoly on violence. That is the only way that you can gain control of a society, is to have a, a monopoly on violence. It needs to be only them who can riot, murder, burn, and kill in the pursuit of their own power. If a conservative or if a supposed person of the right attempts to do that, well, then it's prison forever. It's murder charges. It's locked up forever. How many Antifa people have really gone to jail? Small handful? Have they ever made national news? Never. Never. You must not break the narrative. You just heard it there. The narrative is that Kyle Rittenhouse is a dangerous white supremacist, and that's what we're going to stick with. These people are going to be woefully, woefully saddened when they see the results of this trial, because we are watching it with open eyes, but we are also watching it as people who believe in the fabric of this country. The fabric of this country uh, goes a little something like this. You have a right to a trial. You have a right to a fair trial. You have a right to not incriminate yourself on the stand. You can't be tried for the same thing over and over again. Due process. Due process. And that is what Kyle Rittenhouse is getting right now. You do not want to live in a country without these things. Trust me. What was happening in Kenosha on a broader scale was the army of the left. The army and the movement of the left going about and doing whatever they want. They don't like the fact that somebody stood up against them. They don't like the Kyle Rittenhouses of the world, Kyle Rittenhouse being uh, the quintessential uh, American male who will stand up and defend his community. They want to break that out of our uh, out of our American fabric. They want to eliminate that drive inside of the uh, American personhood. Those drives are very dangerous to the communist who would wish to take over America. You can't take over America or take over any little small community like Kenosha, Wisconsin, if you have Kyle Rittenhouse is standing there ready to defend against the forces of evil that are descending upon uh, the community. And these are forces of evil. Mark my words, these are truly forces of evil. They burned this town down, convicted child molesters, convicted domestic abusers, torched and burned and rioted through the streets of this completely peaceful American town in order to show how powerful they were. And Kyle Rittenhouse stood up against them. Stood up against them, and when they threatened his life, well, he has a right to self-defense. And what that proved is that there is an what, what this trial, trial will prove, and is proving right now, is that the American legal system uh, stands up against the type of tyranny that these Marxists wish to bring upon our country. In fact, Gage Gruskowitz uh, is in fact is himself a violent Marxist and claims to uh, be and is associated with Marxist groups online. So this is this is what's on trial: the American way of life versus the Marxist. Do not let these people win. It's why the show exists. It's why our movement exists. We are strong. We are awake. And we are hoping that Kyle Rittenhouse walks free someday very, very soon here. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.